0: You're listening to The Forum Daily. Welcome to The Forum Daily. It's April the 29th. My name is Luke Bedger, and with me in the digital world is Brandon Richardson. We are two of the lead pastors at Slate Church in Waterloo Region, Ontario, Canada, the world, the Milky Way galaxy, this universe. Thanks for joining us today. We're excited for uh, what we get up to. We don't know what we're going to talk about just yet, but we're about to find out. How are you doing today, Brandon? I'm doing. Uh, I'm doing good. I I love that we we honestly we start this every day basically the same way. Yeah, and uh, I think it's. I mean, the listeners they are tuned in to your emotional health on a daily basis. Because I always seem to ask you the question, "How are you doing today, as if it's a counseling session or something, and uh and we all get to hear, yeah, I think people
1: are a little uh little concerned, you know, they hear every inflection in my voice <laughs> like whoa. they do uh, you said yeah. that a little quiet today, you
0: know, yeah, yeah, oh, people are inferring all kinds of things. I've seen websites pop up uh one is called uh, uh <clears throat> how's brandon doing com? and people go on it's crowdsourced and they vote you Mm -hmm. know it's like when you're leaving a store and it's like how do we do today and there's all these happy faces like from sad to extremely happy people are on the website voting as to how you're doing in any given day it's actually it's like a months long years long project where we're going to look back and they're going to find you know the mean median and mode uh of your emotions for any given time And uh, we're excited for what science is going to be able to glean from this. You know, we really think it might change the world of psychology. In fact, you don't even know this, but the website was started by none other than your wife. (laughs) I'm just on one big Truman show. This is, uh... Essentially.
1: Yeah, thanks for letting me know. I, uh, I kind of suspected it, you know. I woke up and she was taking my temperature. And, uh... (laughs) And, uh... (laughs) had uh you know all those little suction things on the head and uh it was feeding into some computer and i just thought oh i must be dreaming and went back to sleep
0: this makes sense yeah what i'm trying to say brandon is run run now get out run far just (laughs) keep going
1: you know uh i once found myself on a kind of strange website okay i was uh this was back in high school I was um, not that old. It was probably grade 10 or 11. Mm-hmm. And uh, actually, I think it was, grade, uh, it was grade 10 or 11. And uh, right around this time, I was running cross-country quite uh, quite frequently. And I was heading into some of the biggest races of my like high school life. And uh, I found, or I didn't find it. Um, some of the guys on my running team found that I was in a uh, fantasy league as one of uh, the runners that you could pick to get points on, on, uh, your league hey. and people were making bets and all this kind of stuff. Wow. And so, uh, I mean, that's when I knew, Hey, maybe there's something to this, you know? So this <laughs> whole realize, was, uh,
0: yeah, I didn't realize that there was a fantasy betting league on, uh, high school track students.
1: <laughs> neither did I. And, uh, <laughs> It was kind of, uh, it was kind of strange, you know, and then all the guys that I was always, you know, going into a race, you know, you've always got about three guys that you're keeping your tabs on, uh, you want to make sure that you beat them. They were all on, all on there as well. And,
0: uh, it was interesting. Like it it was (laughs) really weird. Yeah. That, that is a strange, uh, Truman show esque experience for you then.
1: Yeah. I don't think anybody had picked me that, that was, uh, that's when Emma started the other website.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's been going on. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. I had a a semi like a kind of a weird experience this morning in that I stopped uh, to grab a coffee at Starbucks, went through the drive through and I pulled into the drive through and I was behind a really nice Maserati. Um, Yeah. So I was like, oh, this is a very nice car that's in front of me. And then I noticed as it was right in front of me, I'm in line to get my coffee. Its license plate said coffee. And I was like, wait, wait a minute. I'm in line to get coffee behind this car that has the (laughs) license plate that says coffee. And so it was just kind of one of those meta experiences. And uh, it put a smile on my face. There's no great punchline to this story other than I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, I like that. You know, what are the chances, I guess? Hey, if you were to have a personalized license plate, what would it be? i don't know big boy
1: (laughs) come on i don't know either yeah i don't know
0: i i wouldn't have one i don't think
1: you know how the youths, uh you know spell it
0: big b-o-i b-o-i yeah of course well it's got to be it's it's got to be yeah it it would be bad to uh spell it just b-o-y i mean that would be very uncool
1: I, uh, you know, when I was younger, I thought personalized license plates were cool. And, yeah. Then, uh, yeah, uh, you know, for a little while there in my life, uh, time I regret, you know, but, uh, as I got older, I realized there's no cool way to have a personalized license plate.
0: It's very difficult. I think yeah. it's appropriate for like certain businesses. I understand that. Like when your whole car is branded, it's a company vehicle or something like that. I yeah. get that. But otherwise you, you kind of see like, I don't know, uh, you know cats forever or something like that or um you know these kinds of uh very strange things so i I, i'm not so into it it's not it's not my thing i do love how creative people get though and the amount of things you can spell with limited space and limited letters i think that's kind of interesting like seven characters yeah it gets you a lot it gets you a lot, especially when you factor in numbers. All of a sudden, I'm using a three for the letter E. I'm using a zero for an O. Uh, I'm using a four for an H or something like that. People can get creative. It's pretty good. So well, well done to them. I think uh, that's fascinating. But well, Yeah, way to
1: reveal your creativity on your car.
0: Speaking of Truman Show stuff, um, how do you feel about like apps tracking you?
1: Um, What are they tracking? Like location Do you mean for like coronavirus stuff?
0: Yeah Well what I'm getting at is that uh, Norway released an app that um, Has been downloaded by like A very large portion of their population And the idea is It's called like the infection stop app It's actually released It's like a government app And people install it on their phone And the idea is that if you get coronavirus, you mark on the app that you have it, and then all of the people that you have been in contact with receive a notification that they were around somebody who has uh, coronavirus. They they receive it anonymously. So it doesn't say you were around George and he has coronavirus. It's not like that. It just lets them know, hey, in the last couple of days, you were around somebody that had this And so take the proper precautions. Um, I mean, the great thing about what this app is anyways, is that you can delete all the data out of the app at any time. Um, (coughs) That is only stored for a limited amount of time, all of these uh, uh, different types of things. And it seems pretty cool. I think it's, um, it's one thing to run something like that in Norway, where the population is like smaller than the population of Toronto. I think that's one thing. And I think it's a very different thing to do it on a much larger scale, but I thought it was kind of interesting. I am not the kind of person, I know there's some people out there that are like uh, very against being tracked in any way. And I get that like location wise or any of these other types of things. I understand that. I generally like, you know, if somebody wants to see my usual, like going from my home to the grocery store and stuff, it doesn't bother me so much, but I can understand for some people why it would. Yeah
1: yeah I don't know, like uh I think the government probably already has enough uh, right information on me to be honest, and right. so if their way of helping um, you know curb this whole thing is to get people to electively um download this app so they don't have to do it uh, uh, illegally <laughs> um, <laughs> right. Yeah, Yeah. then, uh, then I guess I'm probably okay with it. Honestly, I, I I don't know how to protect myself if, if that's something I really care about in this new digital age. Like I'm not, I'm not downloading all these like identity theft blockers and all this kind of stuff. I just kind of try to be smart with it and not put my, my passwords and, you know, the same password or passwords into the wrong, like normal stuff. Yeah. I think I'm, I think I'm okay with it. And I think, you know, at some point somebody's going to figure out that we really do need to protect ourselves that way. And I, I just don't think to live in this modern world, it's possible right now,
0: unless you go completely off grid to not be tracked. So
1: that's kind of how I
0: feel. Yeah. I feel like there's already a hundred apps on my phone (laughs) that are tracking everything about me. Um, you know, like even my weather app, uh, and, my iPhone's gotten good about telling me, you know, this has been running in the background for four days, tracking yeah. your location. Do you want to allow it to happen? And it's like a third-party weather app that I've installed. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I guess so. Like, I I don't care. Like, what are they going to do with this information? Maybe if I was, like, engaging in some uh, nefarious activities that I that were not good – I wouldn't want that so much, but in general, I've, I've always kind of felt like maybe it would be a benefit that they can actually track me. Um, you know, I, I've heard of a case when I was living in Sweden of somebody, uh, a friend of a friend actually who was kidnapped and the reason that they were able to find him was because location services on his phone was turned on. And so the police were actually quite quickly able to track where the kidnappers took him. And they were able to retrieve him and get him back before um too much damage had been done, and so mm. it's like hey that's actually that's a that's the beneficial side of what's going on here, but I think it's um i don't know it's a it's an interesting thing again I understand people can be you know pretty private about their privacy, so it's fascinating yeah, yeah i think um I think this is like you know, very reasonable. There's a there's a
1: quick line that you can draw to overbreed of the government and all the rest of the stuff. Yeah, and um, I understand that. And I, honestly, like I understand that there's people in power that probably shouldn't be in power and doing things that they shouldn't be doing. Yeah, I've never seen a life lived in fear uh, be very productive. Yeah, I you know I have a lot of people around me, a lot of uh, skeptical people around me. Um, sure. And none of them are in Waterloo, by the way, just so nobody uh, draws any <laughs> yeah. conclusions are the ones I'm thinking of. And I've actually seen their lives turn out for the worst because they live most of their lives in skepticism. Right. I've seen people certainly living their lives in naivety that have also ruined their lives. Sure. And so I think uh, I think the best way to live is with an awareness, hey, this you know this is probably happening. And uh, also just a relaxed demeanor that's like, you know what? Um I'll protect myself up until the point that I can and past that. I mean, I've got to trust in the goodness of God because, uh, even if there's something happening that I don't know about, I can't spend my whole life trying to figure
0: it out when I, I have a limited brain power, you know? Yeah, I totally agree. I think it's, uh, an important reminder. I think what this app goes to show in a place like Norway, um, is that it reveals actually a pretty, uh, I think healthy level of trust in government um, and trust that the government has the best interests of the public in mind. And again, smaller nation. Um, I understand like it's very, it's a very different type of conversation, but I just think it's like, Oh, that's, that's kind of interesting that so many yeah. people would just be willing to download this and, and, and sign up for this program, et cetera, for the good of the health of those around them. And their own yeah. health as well, and it's like okay, that that's an interesting thing. And again, it, hey, it works well in Norway. Very different kind of country. I mean, Norway uh, famously is a, a place where you can log on and you can find out anybody's salary in the country. You know, you can just log on and see what your neighbor makes, and you can log on and see what this person makes, and that's like a fairly normal thing. Whereas here, it's like that is that is one of the most taboo things you could ask somebody. Is like, oh, what's your what's your yearly salary? Right. Imagine asking your neighbor that like people are very, you know, particular, very private about that kind of thing in general. Whereas in Norway, all of this information is just it exists. Uh, Is it better or worse? I don't know. I can't figure that out. But it's uh, it's an interesting cultural difference that works there very well. And here perhaps would not work as well. And so maybe that's also why uh, the app is is taking off there in the way that it is versus here. There's a lot more. I know there's a lot of app developers trying to figure out how to approach this and do this. North and South Dakota have put a uh an app in place that's similar to this. It's been downloaded only by I think 1% of the population and so um right. uh, people have been saying like uh like scientists are kind of saying until like 2030 percent of the population downloads this it's not going to do a whole lot to make an impact. Like it really needs to be um a pretty good size portion of people yeah. that are participating in the program for there to be any effect.
1: Yeah. Well, I'd be okay downloading it. My guess on whether or not the people around me would be, would be, I, I don't know. Like I, I, I couldn't say whether or not, you know, most of the people in Canada would want to download that. My guess is that it would get over the 20, 30%, but not much more. That'd be my yeah. guess.
0: Yeah. That would be my guess too. I'm with yeah. you. Yeah. I'm totally with you. I mean, I think there's there's still like a very large amount of people that uh, <clears throat> don't don't want to bank online, that wouldn't even yeah. buy something on the internet, uh, put their credit card in or any of these types of things. Um, yeah. And so certainly count those people out right away. And again, it's up to them. I'm not saying that they're wrong or they're right. Um, no, understand. They, they can go right ahead. I mean, Victoria and I, uh, we were robbed early on in our marriage. One day we looked at our bank account and there was zero dollars in the bank account. And uh, somebody, like uh, one of our cards, was compromised and they accessed all of our money in our bank account. And um, they did it through like they were some Eastern European something or other and they gambled it all away on an online gambling service. And the bank was very good to us. They returned all of the money. They have insurance for these types of things. They figured it all out, but it was a headache for some time. Um, mm. And so, I understand, uh, uh, why it's like a a real thing for people. I get that. But, um, but Hey, the, the world is very quickly headed in this kind of a direction for better or for worse. It's, it's headed towards, uh, yeah. Online everything. Yeah. I'll
1: continue to live with like a healthy skepticism, but also a healthy trust in the areas that I can
0: you know you you got to man i think you it's the it. only way to only way to do it yeah yeah i totally agree well that's good anything else you want to say to the listeners today
1: i uh i realized today's wednesday yeah and so if you're following along in the book club and you want to read along as well as not just uh not just listen along. Listening yeah. along is good too. Like don't think you got to tune out of Friday simply because you're not reading. There's lots of good thoughts still coming. But uh, if you are planning on reading along, uh, make sure you get on that today. That's Mere Christianity. Yeah. It's divided up into four books. So we're reading the first book by Friday. And you've got lots of time to still get there. Even if you just skim read, it will um, allow you to take part in the conversation in a deeper way. Yeah. And uh, you can always circle back around.
0: That's a great reminder. Yeah. Uh, We'd love for you to do that. That's cool. I'm excited for Friday's uh, episode talking about it. It's going to be fun. Yeah, it's going to be really good. Amazing. Well, hey, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Forum Daily. On this day at the end of April, we will be back tomorrow. Really looking forward to it. So we will see you then. Have a great rest of your day thanks for listening to the forum daily don't forget to check out slate church on our website at slatechurch.com and be sure to follow us on social media on instagram and on facebook as well for all the updates that you need to know